Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. The kids on Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. There's something out there, isn't there? Halloween's a Freddy Krueger podcast. Was locked in a room with a girl who went in alive and came out in a rubber bag. From the Consequence Podcast Network. The Minds Behind the Losers Club comes a new podcast in fantasy terror. Nancy, there's something wrong with you. You're imagining things. Halloweenies, a Freddy Krueger podcast. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's an interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Today, my guest is the band Calpurnia. Ben Wolfhard, Ayla Tesler, Mabe, Jack Anderson, Malcolm Craig. And we're going to hear about their brand new single, Cell. Of course, this follows up the EP that came out last year called Scout that I was such a big fan of. And the musical direction that they're kind of headed in. In fact, we'll drop a lot of names in this. A lot of bands that they're friends with, that they've uh, they've found influence in their songs. Bands like White Reaper, Iggy Pop, The Velvet Underground, T-Rex, White Stripes, Shins, Grape Tooth, Sunflower Bean, and Weezer. Yes, you probably saw that Calpurnia was featured in the video for Take On Me. We'll also get the story behind that, and if there's any budding friendship that goes along with that band. There's a little bit of talk about where we are with rock and roll and where we all hope to go. And one of those destinations 
is Graduation, which a couple of the members are going to be doing very, very soon. It's a really fun interview and one that we all try not to talk over each other whenever possible. It's Kyle Meredith with Calpurnia. Hello. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm here in Louisville. You guys are going to be here for the Forecastle Festival in July, and I'm excited because this will be my first time to catch Calpurnia. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Wow. So um, I I do got to ask before we get started here, though, I I saw that Pup released a new album today, and and I know that's sort of in the the friend family there. Have you all been able to listen to that one? Yeah, Yeah, I listened to it as soon as it came out last night. <laughs> and, and and what are the reviews? A perfect five yeah, out of per- five. I love my boys. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a perfect record. So good. Definitely like maybe my favorite pop record that they put out so far. All right, high remarks. All right, <laughs> I'm baited. Uh, I'll throw the uh, I'll throw the praise back to you all too because you know we have this new single with Cell, which we're playing here and loving at FPK. Uh, congratulations on this one. It's it's bigger and and even better than where you left off with Scout. Like this is a big accomplishment, I think. Thank you, thank so you, much. man. That thank means you. the world. I, you know, and I'll ask about kind of where it came from too. First, you all made a playlist songs that inspired Cell, and all of my favorite stuff is on there. You got the Louisville's own White Reaper represented, and that's a big deal for me. But also one of my favorite Iggy songs and the <laughs> Velvet Underground and T Rex and the Stripes and, and on and on and on. What's the story from? Um, I mean, does this song really find inspiration from all of this in that way? Well, not the writing of it. That was more like all those songs are more like recording wise, like kind of when we were making it, we we're like, oh, we should let it sound like this. And the vocals just sound like this, you know, like we wanted we wanted the vocals to kind of sound like that, like a white, like the, the distortion kind of sound like a, a white Reaper song and or, or not the distortion, but the uh the overdrive on the vocals we wanted to sound like White Reaper. And White Reaper, by the way, is one of my favorite bands awesome. in the world. And we we have mutual friends with them, so there's only respect. But, uh, yeah, so all those songs were kind of like, you know, when we were developing the song, we'd listen to them, and then kind of afterwards we realized, like, oh, you know, that song kind of sounds like our song, so let's put it on the list. A lot of it was, like, like in the surf spur of the moment, kind of in the record. Oh, like, we should kind of make it sound like this and piece it together. And... Yeah, totally, totally agree. And, yeah, just taking little bits and pieces from each of the songs in a different way too and you know like all the guitar harmonies and stuff that you hear in like success by Iggy Pop like that kind of vibe and then also yeah as you were saying with the production of certain instruments and just the tone of the song yeah it's like a nice little puzzle that we took little pieces from all of those songs and put together I hear um I hear a little bit of glam in there too which to, it's one of my favorite genres. I feel like it's really underrepresented in, in today's musical landscape, even even inside rock and roll. Uh, Sunflower Bean, which is also on that list, they, they do quite a bit of it on their new EP. And is that representative of a direction that you all are going in at this point? I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, my favorite artist of all time, so I wouldn't complain. <laughs> no, we're we're, yeah. we're trying different stuff. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about right now. You know, we have uh, we have about as of now like seven songs for the next album. We're we're trying to find the time to do it, but uh, you know, we're kind of going in in a like a, a kind of a you know. Every song is kind of different, but the the I guess the tone in general is is moving towards like kind of seventies rock, uh, but also with a modern indie rock twist. I guess taking inspiration from you know like the Stones and Bowie and and REM as well as you know all the a bunch of nineties pe- uh, people. But yeah, I guess just kind of rock and just some rock and roll, baby. <laughs> yeah. What, what's the plan with the full album? I mean, trying to find the time for it. Uh, is there any desired ETA? I guess. I mean, no. Like you as know, I mean, possible, it's like. I guess. As 
soon as possible. Um, you know, we all have different stuff going on. These guys are graduating soon, and um, we're, we're figuring it out. But, uh, you know, there, there could be a, a thing of, you know, let's say, uh, let's say we don't have enough time to record a full album. You know, maybe we'll do like a, if we're, you know, worst comes to worst, we'll, we'll have music out for people. Um, don't worry. Don't fret. Um, <laughs> but, the, you know, the album, the album's on the way. You know, we're still writing. We're not going to rush it. Um, but, yeah, more music's on the way for sure graduating soon i didn't know that part of the story has it been crazy to try to get to graduation with all of this going on at the same time yeah absolutely yeah yeah i mean luckily for me i think more so than jack the school i mean the school's been very because we go to the same school our school's been fantastically supportive but i definitely went into this year with a little bit more of the mindset mindset of like creating i guess more space for music whereas jack is fully in there taking like crazy hard courses and killing it by the way i should add grinding yeah <laughs> one of the other um kind of fun moment from this year comes from that uh weezer video with take on me how did you all end up on that and and i wonder because you also covered say it ain't so for for spotify and is all that linked and related in any way? I think so. I think I think the band knew who we were, and uh, you know they had an idea, and they put us in it, and it was really really cool. Is that one of those moments where you can kind of hit them up and, and and say, "Hey, let's collaborate," or "Let me get some career advice," or anything like that? Is like, has there been any kind of friendship that stemmed from that? We we have not met uh, them. You're yet to meet them. Um, soon, however, soon. they are uh, playing. Sunday in Vancouver, and we may or may not be attending, so shall yeah. be fun. There's a moment. There's a moment there. You got to take that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, you're yeah. Right. But you you look at a band like Weezer, and um, here, here's here's a band that that's crossed you know generations at this point, and, and so many different sounds. And I don't know that that's that's got to be a thing because for a long time. And even backing up a few years for them, you're like you know they 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 went they started doing more pop stuff, and I, and I started wondering is like where are the young bands that are doing that raw sound like Weezer was at the beginning? Not to hold them to it, but you know that raw rock and roll sound. And and, and here that's why Calpurnia is such a, a breath of fresh air. And and there's some other bands as we're mentioning that kind of follow suit on that. But I don't know if you want to speak for your generation, but do you see that it's starting to come back around that maybe? Maybe you know it's 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 that rock resurgence time. I yeah. would say it's yes, time. it's time. I think there have been a lot of people who have been maybe a little frustrated with the way that music, or I guess the direction that music has been heading in. Not to say that there isn't some amazing music coming out, and even mainstream music coming out that is just fantastic. But I think people are ready for you know sort of going back to the roots of what rock used to be, and then taking that in. A new direction, I guess. I'm just waiting for the Krautrock revival. The Krautrock revival. That's all I'm waiting for. (laughs) We need Cam 2.0. I don't know. For you all... I mean, so much of the road is still ahead. Like, like, who do you want to tour with? Do you have, do you, do you keep lists like this? I mean, yeah, of course. You know, we're 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 down for any opportunity, and there's so many musicians we respect. You know, we love we'd love to go on tour with friends and stuff. Or that's I think I love festival. You know, 
like I love and I don't like festivals. Like I love I love uh, playing festivals, but you know, there's also there's different things. You know, like the, you're playing to a bunch of different people. Some of them don't really know your music, which is cool. But you know, it's also not cool. But I think a great thing about festivals, you meet so many people and you see so many friends. So um, that's like a nice feeling. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's tons of people that we'd wanna we'd wanna play shows with. You know, we'd love to play shows with like we love to play shows with like pup. You know, we'd love to play shows with people like White Reaper and Swimmers and uh, Great Tooth and um, you know, there's there's tons of people that we'd that we'd love. You know, any opportunity is pretty pretty great. You should bring back the uh, the concept of Lollapalooza as it was originally with the traveling festival and you know Vans Warp tours type of things and just get everybody that you just mentioned and hit the road. That'd be fun. All the horror stories of those kind of uh I guess yeah. make me concerned, but <laughs> I, I the concept of it just sounds so cool. Yeah, I mean, as long as we don't have to wake up at four in the morning and build our own stages. Oh, right. With no water, yeah, as I've heard. But I do like the concept of, you know, getting everyone's you know, favorite bands together and just hitting the road. That'd be pretty amazing. If yeah. we can get a traveling festival and do it right, I wouldn't say no to that. Uh, the video for, for Cell came out, and you all started and ended with a little hand thing that I've never quite seen before. Uh, and I was wondering what the story was on that one. Yeah, it's funny. We didn't get this reaction. Oh, I said we didn't get the reaction. We've been asked a lot about that, surprisingly. <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, the cinnamon roll, as it's called. Our sound guy, Donnie, showed it to us. We loved the concept. It's a great way to get everyone ready to go before the show. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Do, do you all have any other pre-show rituals? Do, I mean, are there any of the weird ones that, uh, that you know, are, are worth mentioning? Nothing weird, I don't think. <laughs> no. But I guess that's subjective, too. <laughs> uh, so mm-hmm. what does the rest of the year look like then? I mean, I see this sporadic show here and there, and, and it sounds like, again, everybody's busy, but uh, but what's the rest of the year look like for you all? Well, Ayla and I uh, have to graduate first. Malcolm and Finn got to complete their grade 11 year. Just continually writing. There's new stuff popping up all the time, shows and that kind of thing. So we're going to just be doing that and waiting, waiting to record the next bad boy. Awesome. I, I can't wait to hear what that sounds like, too. So, like I said, we've been such a big fan of, uh, of, of, the, uh, of the Scout EP and, and of Cell. And, um, and you guys are, again, you're going to be here in Louisville, Forecastle Festival, July 13th. Uh, I'll be there. And, yeah, thank you all so much for taking the time to, uh, to talk to me about it all today. Me yeah, too. of course. No problems. Thanks for uh, taking the time out of your day to talk to us. Anytime. Yeah. Thanks so much, man. Later. Yeah, we'll see you all soon. Take care. Yeah, you yeah. too. See you soon. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Yeah, bye. See you. And a big old thanks to Calpurnia. Again, the latest single is called Cell. That was just last year that I talked to uh, to Finn Wolfhard when the uh, Calpurnia Scout EP came out. I thought I would uh, go ahead and re-include that interview here. But uh, this is an interview with, uh, with Finn and I talking about, again, the Calpurnia Scout EP. And, of course, we do get into a little bit of the Stranger Things 3, which at that point had not been officially announced as far as the release date, and a little bit of talk about uh, it, too. So here it is, uh, part two of Kyle Meredith with Calpurnia. Hey, man, how are you? I'm well. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, pleasure to talk to you, too. Well, first off, though, I'm really impressed by the two songs that we have heard from Calpurnia so far. To be so realized of a project right from the beginning is completely impressive. I'd like to get a bit of the backstory, too. How long have you been playing now? Well, first of all, thank you for saying that. That means a lot. And uh, I've been playing music. I started playing bass in about 2010. So I was, uh, I think I might have been eight. I think it was eight when I started playing music. And so I was just playing uh, playing the bass and messing around with the bass and 
I only knew a few notes on guitar and then I started I made friends with a drummer Malcolm and then he was he was a drummer and I was the bassist and we were sort of messing around all the time and then I guess I sort of just made the switch to the guitar uh, and started kind of playing seriously about two years ago uh, two or three years ago how easy did the guitar come for you having come from the bass it was just so different I I, I knew like the basic chords and then I, I was just self-taped uh, or self-taught, I mean, sorry. Um, I didn't really take any... I took bass lessons for a few years, and then uh, I, t- I didn't take any guitar lessons. I took maybe one guitar lesson when I was really young, but uh, I'm mostly self-taught. So how, yeah. quick did the, uh, how quick did the songs come? Like, are, are the songs that we're going to hear on the EP from right at the beginning, or did you try out a few that, you're, that, that no one will ever hear? Like, the songs that you heard, that you're going to hear, like, on the album is, like... It, it, only one song on that album have we had have I had have we had since we were young on the EP uh, but the lyrics are completely different it sounds completely different from what it, from what it used to be it was, it's just the same riff but we've been kind of kind of messing around for a while those were kind of the songs I mean you know if we wouldn't have we, we were originally going to record an EP just by ourselves independently in, in our guitarist Ayla's basement and then um, we got a better opportunity to actually record with Twin Peaks at, at their studio. And so, you know, who knows? They might have been completely different songs if we wouldn't have, you know, gone with them. At coincidentally, Twin Peaks are in Louisville tonight. Uh, they're, they're playing here in town. So, no way. Yeah. That's awesome. Worked out in timing, so I'm going to be checking that out. So how did you get hooked up with them? Because, uh, you know, having um, the folks from there helping you guys out, really taking you under your wing doing the production of this, how did that all come about? So I had a mutual friend who was best friends with our producer, Katie, and the guitarist of Twin Peaks. Um, or not best friends, but, you know, good friends with him. Mm-hmm. And he's actually, he's in Stranger Things. He plays Steve, and he's in a, he was in a band called Post Animal. And uh, he, I, I kind of asked him, because I love Twin Peaks music, and I was just kind of a fanboy, and I still am. I asked him for, I think I just started talking to him over text and stuff, and I started sending him song ideas just as friends. We were just talking as friends and stuff, and then um, we were thinking uh, later, we were like, wait, so, you know, maybe we don't have to record it. You know, we still recorded it independently, it's just like we didn't record it out of A-List Basement, and uh, we would have produced it ourselves, and we are like, oh, well, we should get a producer. And I realized, I was like, wait, Katie and, you know, Twin Peaks produces their all their own tracks, like, they all recorded themselves in their studio. And so, you know, we thought that was the best way, and I had already kind of known them, um, and then that was it from there. That's cool. Uh, the sound on these on these songs on this EP sort of have that quality that uh, Twin Peaks is known for. You know, lo-fi, garagey sound, and and even Mac DeMarco, which I know you've got a little bit of history with as well. It sort of fits in the family. Did you all? Is that part of it? Is that what drew you to that? Like they had that sound, and you're like, yeah, we can do that. That's that's what we like. Exactly. Yeah. That 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 was kind of exactly what it was. But the rest of the EP, like those. There, so some some of the songs in the EP are really different from Twin Peaks, and um, uh, like the sound is, you know, that I think there's a lot of Twin Peaks sound not only because we're big fans of them, just because they also produce it as well, so they put their flavor in there as well. And you know, we, I don't think we went into it being like this is like we want this to sound like whoever, but like it, it just ended up sounding that way, which is awesome, and um, we couldn't be happier. 
um, for people to compare it like that. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, we're really happy with it. Yeah. I mean, you get that, especially in that first song with city boy. And again, that was, you know, that's, that's our introduction to, to you guys and everything. And it was like, Holy crap, this is <laughs> like, my first band was not good, not good at all. Especially, you know, my first band, I was, I was 14, 15, when I did that too. And it wasn't near what this sounded like. So yeah, I, I wouldn't mind actually hearing about the first single too, City Boy. Is there what, what's the story there? Um, the story about that, I was just at, well, how I wrote it, I was just at home and I was just I came up with the riff first, and then usually how it goes is if I like the riff a lot and like I'm in the right headspace, I can just write for hours and hours and hours. So I was toying with that riff and those lyrics for a little bit, and then the band came in later and sort of we we all workshopped the lyrics together, and then. We all went in uh, to record, and and that was it. And uh, yeah, that was a really fun track to record, just because we uh, for that track particularly, we all learned a lot about like mixing, like mixing tracks on uh, uh, Ableton Live, and just in general on how to how to you know make different sounds um, with different stuff. And so that was really interesting to go through. Usually with a new band, especially your first band, as we were just talking about, you kind of get a gestation period, you know, where no one's paying attention. (laughs) You got to, you know, you get to work through finding your your sound and your voice, which isn't going to be the case because, uh, you know, of your other career. Is that, you know, is that on your mind at all? Like this all starts completely in the public? Um, for sure. I mean, the other thing is that, like, I have, you know, that was the big thing going into it. it was like, yeah, you know, I already do have a following, but, like, the, the first thing I told all my, like, you know, all the people in the band who are all, you know, equally, we're all equally involved in it. And I just told them, I was like, I, I don't want this to be, like, my band. Like, I want this to be our, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it shouldn't be, like, the Finn Wolfhard, like extravagant like yes like i've already been playing with these guys for years and years and just mm-hmm. now we're just put basically we're just putting a name on it we never just had a name but we were, we've been a band for a really long time of course the the artwork of the of the ep uh with a bunch of busted tvs it's hard not to look in on that and think well yeah you work you work in movies you work in television is yeah. that related at all i mean maybe i we didn't go into it thinking that way, but I like hearing other people's like takes on it. And I guess the busted TVs all, all go to Jason Bartell, who's the guy who who did all who did the cover and did all the artwork. He also did uh, there's a band called Pop from Toronto who's on our label who we love, and he did their album cover as well. The, the story behind the TVs is, is just Jason toying with it. I think we had um, our the character that's on all the covers. Our our thinking behind it was when we were recording, we were like, it'd be cool to have kind of like a Matrix type, like almost like slave, kind of in the distant future. It's not at all a concept album or anything. It's just kind of the character that represents the album, and we call him Scout. And um, he he's kind of just it's set in the near future, and he's kind of a slave to technology, as you can see. Because like if you look closely on the on the single covers, he has like cables coming out of his head, you know, TVs in the background, and he's kind of just trapped. So that that was the original thing, and then it kind of just spun off into new and new stuff. So like as more singles come out, there's going to be more, uh, you know, there's going to be uh, even more stuff that like, you know, there's going to be even more meanings to it. Yeah, um, but cool. that that was it, you know, that was the first thing that we all pitched. I'm going to use this. I'm also going to dip into that other side of your 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 job and everything to kind of tie the two together. But you know, with so much '80s pop culture that happens in Stranger Things and what you've been a part of, I don't know how much you have to absorb the culture of your roles. 
but I think I was a little surprised that I didn't hear any of that rub off on this project. Yeah, well, I think well, I think the other thing, like going back to what I said before, like I just, you know, I wanted not, not in the ter- not in a bad way or anything. I just like I want to keep all all of the things that I do as kind of separate as possible. If that makes sense. Like to to be a so to be our like our band to be associated with Stranger Things would not be good just because like like you're associating yourself with like the thing that made you big and like it's almost like you're cashing in on it all the time you know i like i wanted to distance like when it comes to music i wanted to distance myself as much as possible from that show because like you know i i to that i'm acting in and this it's like i want to show a completely different side of myself um that doesn't have to do with uh you know the show you know there's some sound on some other tracks on the album there's some some 80s sounds on there um but yeah I don't know. Am I permitted to ask any questions about that while we're here? About Stranger Things? Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not about like the third thing, because I don't, I genuinely don't know anything about it. Um, no, well, that that was just it. I, I noticed that uh, they had uh, announced a couple, uh, a, a couple new additions today with uh, with Carrie oh, and, right. and Jake Busey, which is yeah, that's got to be cool. I, I literally just saw, I just saw that on Deadline today. So I'm I'm excited for that to uh, to happen. Playing a mayor, so that would be cool. Yeah, I, I think. I'm really excited for all the new characters. Um, I think they're all going to be great. I haven't met them yet. I'm meeting them later this week. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to get going again with that. Has it been told? Is this a 2019 thing, 2018 thing? I don't know if that's been announced. So. This is a – I think it's – yeah, I think it's a 2019 thing. I don't think – I mean, I, I don't think there's an official start or release date. But, yeah, I think it's 2019. I don't think there's any way our show can be done and, like, edited and done in, like, two months before. <laughs> uh but yeah, 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 I think it'll be 2019. And then the other side of it, uh, with it too, I, I've started hearing that Bill Hader might be playing the adult version of you, which was something that you kind of recommended. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was. I I always thought that he would be great. Even when we were shooting it, I always thought he would be a great thing. And uh, I mean, hopefully, he signs off in it like officially. Like I think it's it's only been rumored, but I hope like they sign the contract and it's all good. Um, <laughs> So I, yeah, if that happens, I'm like super excited for That'd it to be happen. Huge! That would be huge. Have you spoken to him? Are yeah. you guys Are you guys buds? Has he heard the band? No, never. I've <laughs> never, I've never, never spoken to him before. I'd, I'd love to though. He's like, he's our hero. We, we, me and the band like quote him all the time, like all of his SNL bits and all of his improv bits, and so we're huge fans of him. And what's, what's the update there? Is there a script? Do you guys know when you're gonna start on that one? Uh, there is, I mean, I, sometime this summer, I'm sure, but we all have to figure out all of our schedules to get back into it. But yeah, that, that'll be, that'll be great to go back to that as well. Yeah. I don't know how you do it, man. I mean, all this going on, I, I seriously, I felt bad when they told me I could get a phoner with you. Cause I was like, I'm just going to eat up the little time that the kid has. So it's... <laughs> no, man, no, my mind's, my mind's moving all the time. If I don't do stuff, I'm just going to be bored. <laughs> Well, I'm really happy to talk to you. I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of this record. Like I said, uh, I really am impressed by the two songs we've heard so far. What's the um, What's the release on the uh, EP? When's it come out? June fifteenth. Well, look forward to that. And I don't know. You guys yeah. got plans for a, a, a full length after that? Do you want to try to get to a, an album? Pretty yeah, quick? we're 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 writing all the time. So we're uh, yeah. Whenever whenever we all have time, we're gonna get back into. Well, I'll look forward to that. And Please, again. Man. I can't wait to see the uh, the other things you got going on, Stranger Things, It, the whole thing. Uh, I love it, uh, and I really do appreciate you taking the time uh, today. Thank you, man. It was uh, great talking to you. All right, we'll see you. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. It's Finn Wolfhard from the uh, 2018 interview.
talking about Calpurnia's Scouts EP. And again, my thanks to all of Calpurnia. Really am looking forward to uh, to where they're going next. Hey, before you get out of here, if you haven't already, please do remember to hit the subscribe button. Again, you can check us out anywhere you get your favorite podcasts from. You can also subscribe on YouTube, on Spotify, if you prefer those places. Wherever you're listening from, though, uh, please do take a moment to, uh, to give the series a review, uh, a rating, if possible. It really, really honestly does help. After that, you can head to WFPK.org, where I do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern, where you can also find some bonus episodes of this series. Consequenceofsound.net has your music and film news. A shout-out to Michael Rothman, who gave me uh, some assistance with the uh, research on this interview. You can find me at Twitter, at Kyle Meredith, and Facebook, slash Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.